and welcome to episode six of the Bargain Bin after our week off because, well, I wish it was (laughs) because you you were working at the weekend and I was working during the week. Um, Yes, we're back. We've not binned it off after five episodes, although that wouldn't really have surprised anyone, I guess. (laughs) Um, And we're trying out some new recording equipment, aren't we? We are. So now we're very conscious of the fact that we don't want to shout yes so this is very hushed yeah so if it comes through we apologize um, yes we did some troubleshooting and figured out the reason you're so quiet is that it was probably all coming through one microphone even mm. though we had two plugged in uh, and then that microphone was mine because i'm better so <laughs> <laughs> um, we've both got headsets on now haven't we and i guess it's got the better one now. you have yeah. I, I gave you my my good warzone headset yeah. and i've got my old um, uncomfortable one so yeah. this will be a nice short podcast because i'll get bored and grumpy before the end <laughs> um yes sorry to disappoint everyone yeah. by having a week off uh, particularly hannah yeah who is an avid listener yeah. of this we love so the support we're sorry hannah yeah and thank you for listening um we hope you enjoy this um right uh not much else to report is there no not really no no. No, we're doing it on a Sunday again, aren't we? We are. We've yeah. been off Saturdays. Yeah. You uh, you, you organised a games night. I, I enthusiastically took part in yesterday. <laughs> passive aggressively sat in the background. <laughs> I wouldn't go passive aggressive, no, but I didn't feign interest. I'll put no. it that way. <laughs> <laughs> you, uh, the ghost of a smile passed across your face. And then, uh, yeah, only you did, a... I mean, you did slide down the stairs, though. I so, did, yeah. yeah. I can't be accused of not joining in. No, true. I just... The, the manner in which I joined in <laughs> might be up, up for debate. Oh, and I'll take all that criticism on board and listen to none of it. So that's fine. Oh, <laughs> uh, right. Should we, let's, let's get going on this fine Sunday afternoon. Let's. I always uh, like in Wimbledon with cream for sure. Uh, cream and maybe some sugar sometimes, but uh, they're, they're really good over there. Strawberries with cream. There you go. With my fingers. And we begin, as it's customary these days, with our top five. Yes. Um, we just had a quick discussion about what the scores are. We think <laughs> it's two all, and then we drew the last week. So yeah. we think we're still drawing after an, an odd number of competitions, which is mm. uh, quite miraculous. But I also can't remember who went first last time and then who who didn't go first otherwise known as going second <laughs> when there's two people competing <laughs> um, explained, though. yeah yeah i yeah, know yeah. like the landlady yeah who's also the woman who yeah exactly. i've been married to you for too long <laughs> got your explaining skills contagious yeah yeah it's called scenic route explanations <laughs> the roundabout uh, yes <laughs> where we don't believe in chronological order no. uh so do you want to go first i'll go first good day yeah. <laughs> Let's, um, uh, let's do that then. <laughs> so, what a Josh, good idea. I would like you to tell me, um, and this this might be a bit of a niche reference because I don't know how many of our listeners. Trying to stop leaving them on there. Stop looking at them. Well, you leave them out. If it's like a meter away from you and upside down, stop shooting. Yeah, well, I, you I, could I, just not look. I can read things upside down. We've been through this. Part, last part time. of the job. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Um, what, so, what do you want me to name? Stop, stop interrupting yourself. <laughs> You're the worst. <laughs> um, so it's a bit of a niche reference, um, 
but it's something that you and I are enjoying at the moment. Um, so I'd like you to name my top five Cougar Town characters. <laughs> <laughs> and as always, it's uh, one the... point if you get them, but in the wrong order, and two points yeah, yeah. if you get them in the right place. Yeah, no, I, I remember the point scoring system I came up with, don't worry. Thanks for listeners. Right, yeah, Cougar Town is quite a niche show that probably no one else listening to this has watched. It's on Amazon Prime. It's absolutely hilarious. It's pretty funny. It's 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 Courtney Cox just being generally awful, but um, but like she's basically being Monica, but um, kind of, but yeah, but like a grown-up Monica who never met Chandler. Yeah, yeah, Um, itch. Yeah, that'll do. It's set in Florida. It looks warm all the time. It makes me sad. Um, but the show in general doesn't make me sad. It's pretty funny. So you've got, are they are they all main characters or are there any sort of recurring characters who are, in there know, or is that giving yes. it away? Right. Just give it a, so top five characters. Your main characters are Jules, which is Courtney Cox, her ex-husband, Bobby, who is, for want of a better phrase, a hillbilly. Yeah. Um, you've got... Andy and Ellie, who are the married couple next door, and Ellie is, as most Ellies are, a really awful woman. <laughs> I'm assuming that when you said most, you didn't mean me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're the, the exception, exception to the rule, yeah. exactly. Um, and who are Grayson, who lives across the road, mm-hmm. who is currently on a character arc from being uh, yes, a womanizer to. Uh, currently Jules's boyfriend mm. and then Travis the mopey teenage <laughs> son with a monotonous voice uh, then recurring characters you've got Barb who is by all senses very weird and yeah she's pure filth yeah she's horrible um, uh, who else have we got recurring there's the um, there was there was Smith who is oh Laurie I've forgotten Laurie mm. she exists she's uh, I don't know how to describe her without being cruel so I'm just not going to and describe how she looks she's blonde probably <laughs> in her late 20s um and there was Smith that she was dating there was Smith's dad who was a humorous person I can't think of anyone else that I feel like be. rather than listing characters why don't you guess them well I, this is my part of my process <laughs> okay. uh so I think your favorite character is Andy mm, why Oh, because he's my favourite character, and you think the same things that I do. Oh, With this is this is what this segment has established. <laughs> this is not how it works. It's exactly. You don't just list your favourite thing. No, Andy is a favourite because he's he's got a good heart, and he he's just ridiculous. And he says "come on" all the time. Yeah. It's very very funny. Um, then I'm going to go for I think I think maybe Laurie second. Okay. Um, Bobby third. Mm-hmm. Even though Bobby's a strange character, isn't he? Because although before the show started, it's revealed that he cheated endlessly yeah. on Jules. So you start off hating him. He hates, actually he's actually he's... got the most redeeming qualities of any of the yeah, characters in the, the show. Well, so yeah. It's a bit of a confusing. Um, and then I'm going to go Travis fourth. Okay. And then I can't decide if you like Grayson or Jules the least. Mm. So I'm going to go Grayson fifth because I feel like we've discussed how Jules. It's quite refreshing that the, the one of the main producers has put herself as the least likable character. Mm. It means that they care about the products that they're making rather than just making themselves be likable. Yeah. Which is quite nice. So I can reveal you've got five points. All right. So Andy is my favourite. Yeah. Because he's so funny. <laughs> he's just so silly. 
Um, his, his, his role is basically he's small, bald, and, and Cuban. Yeah, and he <laughs> he just constantly talks about how Cuban he is, um, and how he can handle heat, and then he can't handle heat. Yeah, and, and how bald he went bald at twelve. <laughs> yeah, as a balding teenager. <laughs> yeah. Um, but he, yeah, he's very funny. Yeah, that episode where Grayson ties into a tree, zipped in his hoodie. <laughs> I laughed for a long time at that. Yeah. It's just he's often the character that's like involved in the in the silliest plot lines. Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. Or he's... like stupid moments. And yeah. his romance with Bobby Cobb is my favourite thing. Benny Cam. Yeah. <laughs> Moving tight of Benny Cam. <laughs> um, so then the next is Bobby Cobb. Ah, um, so oh, I got I put him third, didn't you I? Did, yeah. yeah. So you got a point for him. Um, I find him really funny and strangely sweet, even though, like we said, he's a bit of a conflicting character. I think because you never experienced it because the show starts starts like, like already in the aftermath of it. You're yeah. like, you don't see him as what was obviously his worst. So you're like, yeah. oh, well, he's a changed man. And he's so lovely, yeah. yeah. Um, number three is Jules. I think Jules is... What? Jules. Yeah, because I think the show wouldn't work without her. Well, yeah, but that doesn't, that doesn't make her likeable. No, I think she's a funny character. Yeah. Because like, she's so ridiculous. Can you imagine if she was your mum, though? No, it'd be She's awful. like, I wish I could shrink down and live in your blood. Like, <laughs> what a weird quote. She's like, I haven't, what did she say today? I, I haven't heard, um, I haven't heard him say I love you back since the last time like, he woke up and I was watching him sleep. <laughs> <laughs> um, number four is Travis, because he's just, this like. Incredible. So I've got that one in the right place. Yeah. So you've got Andy and Travis in the right place. Yes, that's um, four points. And then I got Bobby, so that's five. He's incredibly. Um, Does that mean you hate Grayson? Dry. And yeah, I don't find Grayson that. I don't like him that much. Aww. Number five is Tom. <laughs> Tom. I forgot. I forgot to mention Tom. Yeah. Tom is a recurring character who basically is part of. He lives he on lives, the cul-de-sac, doesn't he? He lives in the same wants area. Wants to be in the cul-de-sac crew. Yeah, and basically he's, just he's pops weird. up. Yeah. Constantly fancy jewels. Yeah. Always like almost gets in with the crew and then says something really weird. Yeah, he does. He yeah. ruins it for himself constantly. Yeah. Like takes forever to like work him work his way in and then just <laughs> yeah, reveal, reveal something creepy about himself <laughs> and gets booted out for another week <laughs> or something. <laughs> um, so yeah, that is that's uh, yeah, for those of you who are I'm gonna say over the age of sixteen, you should watch Yes. We have just given Hannah a shout out. However, yeah. Hannah, don't watch this. Yeah, it's probably not appropriate. When you're older, Hannah, <laughs> you can delve into the depths of Amazon Prime. Yeah. But for now, just just yeah, it's not worth it, Hannah. Um, but yeah, Cougar Town, very funny. <laughs> very watchable. Yeah, very, uh, very easy to watch. When you don't want to watch anything very serious at all. Yeah, and like, it surprised me how funny it was. Like, it makes me laugh out loud, whereas most things just make me kind of chuckle quietly. That's, that's a lie, lots of things <laughs> when you laugh out loud. I'm very hard to uh, to make laugh. Yes. As we all know. Right. So five points to me. Mm. I have gone in a very different route for okay. my top five. Um I would like you to tell me what my top five fizzy drinks are. Oh, okay. Because you went for something that you have to be over 15 to watch. I went for something that you should probably be under 15 to drink. <laughs> okay. But I don't stick to that rule. So Iron Brew's got to be in there. Um, you quite like root, uh, what was it, Dutch Pepper. And what else? Fizzy Vimpto. And do you like Coke? You're not really a, a Coca-Cola kind of guy. Oh, Fanta. Fanta Orange. Or, or Tango. What is it? Fanta Twist. So, so, I don't know. <laughs> the same that. words at the minute. 
Uh, Fanta fruit twist. There we go. Um, this is why you're supposed to sort of think out loud like I do. You yeah. know, you know, you, you know, you take the mick out of me. Like, oh, you're just still talking. Yeah. It's because otherwise we get what you do, which, which is just seconds of the dead air. Yeah. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'm just gonna go for it. I'm gonna go Iron Brews number one. Um, I'm gonna go as uh, Fanta Fruit Twist is number two. I'm gonna go uh, Dr Pepper number three. I'm gonna go. Just plain old Sprite number four and uh, Fizzy Vimto number five. And I'm going to sneeze. Just to it off. Just allergic to thinking about my Fizzy Vimto. <laughs> yeah. um, you got six points. Oh, so you, you've won this week. Let me reveal to everyone how. Yes, please. So obviously, Iron Brew is my favourite fizzy drink. Yeah. You have to spend about half an hour with me to find that out okay, it's like yeah you. me and iron brew is like vegans telling people they're vegan <laughs> i like <laughs> a vain burst in my head if i haven't told someone that my favorite drink is iron brew after about 10 minutes yeah uh so you got that one in the right place and you also got fanta fruit twist yeah in the right place as well i was thinking about including that uh it's the fanta fruit punch that we had in belize which is like the oh but that was like, like bright a blue one bright red, red yeah one. yeah <laughs> but they're not really fruit flavors they're more just colors, colors. yeah <laughs> and either yeah basically so i was like no and we, yeah. not a large enough sample size to go off yeah because it wasn't it called fanta red or fanta blue one of them i think it is called fanta like fruit punch instead okay. but it's significantly sweeter yeah because there's no sugar tax laws in fact, I think you get taxed more if you don't put sugar in it in America because then they don't keep their health service running on all your money. Um, then uh, Fizzy Vimto was third. Okay. And you put it fifth. Right. Yeah, do love Fizzy Vimto. Can't drink flat Vimto anymore. I don't think I've ever had flat Vimto. Uh, I drank it. It was the only thing I had for about 48 hours oh, when yeah. I had um, I norovirus in yeah. – in, uh, shared bathroom halls mm. in my first year uh and it was kind of all all that went in and all that came out for uh two days so like that kind of kind of scarred that one for me but the fizzy version is tastes significantly different due to the carbonation uh fourth was dr pepper you put okay. that third do like a dr pepper yeah um and then fifth is one that you didn't even mention but it is a bit left field because it's it doesn't really exist it's not very readily available. It doesn't exist, but it's my favourite. No, it doesn't really exist. I can't believe you yeah. didn't get it. <laughs> no, it's... um. It's a magical unicorn fizzy drink. It's vanilla Coke. Oh, interesting. Um, okay. So it's not... It kind of comes and goes in its yeah. availability. Um, and it's one of one of the ones that Coke tried that I was actually like, yeah, this is great. Because uh, Jerry Coke kind of stayed around. What did I have? I had that one... You had mango Coke, and that it was, was the worst so thing. Terrible. I have ever tasted it. It's horrendous. Awful. It, yeah. And I didn't even have a sip of it. You just sort of you spilt it a little bit, and I like or got it on your hand. So I just picked up the bottle yeah. and put it somewhere, and then licked my hand, and I was like, "Oh, evil, evil!" It was it was horrendous. Yeah. Um, I thought you were going to say that story that you licked my hand, and I was like, I don't remember that. <laughs> I spilled something like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well, I'm glad you make yourself juggle. Yeah. No, as we know, I'm very, very difficult. Oh, yeah, true, true. I never laugh out loud. No, never. Yeah. Um, okay, so you take that takes you to a 3-2 lead Glorious. in this uh, very tense battle of mm. how well we know each other. So.
So well done you. Thank you. I feel like it I feel like it's demonstrated that I know you more, but you've just had some fluky weeks. Yeah, of course. That's 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 probably fair actually. Yeah. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, <no> right. <laughs> All right, right, let's move on. Okay, so on to product review. But before we uh, before we start, Josh, what, what are you doing? Well, currently I'm doing nothing. But during the break, I was I discovered one of those like crazy long hairs that you sometimes get on your arm. How long is it, Josh? Well, I don't know. You can see it there. <laughs> I, it must be a good five centimeters long when stretched out to its. I think that's longer. Max. Maybe no, oh, that's about gorgeous. five centimeters. That. Yeah. It's pretty nuts either way. Maybe I'm going to get you to review that hair. Maybe I'm going to have to make a last minute change. No, I'm not going to do that. That would be a bit weird. Yeah. Although what I've got planned is also weird. So. Oh dear. Um, so I think it's your, my turn to go first, as in. You're my turn to go first. No. <laughs> that was nice and clear. Thank you. Let me just explain what a landlady is. <laughs> So Josh, I've got this product for you to review, and the product I've chosen is uh, to tell the viewers about the viewers, tell the listeners about the tall glass that sits next to us. Oh head. yes, <laughs> yeah. What, is, what are your thoughts on the tall glass? I love the tall glass. So it's one of those <laughs> like really awkward pint glasses. There might, might be a, like a, a Peroni one. It's branded for some sort of lager anyway. It's one It's one that I'll have got in a sort of end-of-year gift set um, from one of the kids in school. Well, most likely one of the parents that's gone and bought it, hopefully, anyway. Um, so it's one of those that forms that random collection of glasses that don't match anything else in your house, mm. but you keep around because it's useful. Um, and the only... I don't, I don't ever tip beer out into other receptacles. I just drink it out of so it's not ever for that it's only ever if i really need a really big glass of water um despite the fact that we now have pint glasses where i bought them when about four weeks ago they sit in our cupboard in front of the rest of our glasses do they pint glasses yeah what them from sainsbury's i'm sure i would have seen these <laughs> i mean you have a tendency not to use your eyes when you're looking so <laughs> just intrigued to know what sense I do use when I'm looking but uh, <laughs> instinct pure instinct smell <laughs> well my smell is stronger than yours so mm. it would be that it's what a brag yeah <laughs> yeah take that oh that really told me <laughs> yeah sit down <laughs> you with your poor sense of smell but you feel but you feel bad about yourself <laughs> you try to live your life now <laughs> wow Sorry. let me know the next time you're brave enough to show your face to the outside world after that one anyway the tall glass yeah. yeah it's one of those that's impossible to watch if you don't have a ditch watcher uh, or, no, or, it's, not, it's not impossible to wash. Okay, difficult to wash yeah. if you don't have a dishwasher or tiny hands. 
because um, <laughs> it's hard to get your hand with a sponge to like the bottom of it to to clean the bottom. Um, and because the only thing I ever drink out of it is water, I just look at it and go, "I doesn't need watching. I'll just drink another glass of water out of it." So, but you always mock me the fact that I'll do the watching up and then just leave that one glass. Yeah, I think also it, it makes me laugh because there's another. You also leave just generally tall things. So like my travel mug, if I take a cup of tea to work. I'll obviously bring it back and leave it there for some like a few to wash up, and then you'll wash literally everything else, including like really difficult burnt on like roast pans. But you won't wash my travel mug because it's tall and therefore feels like too much, <laughs> much of an effort to get your. <laughs> you don't have any. Of I just assume you're going to reuse it. I'm just a more. <laughs> I'm just a more economical pot user. Than no, you. you're not. I just. Uh, yeah, it's what I believe. My, my gestalt. Uh, yeah, the concept of gestalt is not lost on me, yeah. whereas you, you don't believe in it. For those of you who don't know, gestalt is, well, I don't even know if it's true. This is just what. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's just something Tim Badley said, so I'll, I'll let everyone else decide if they think it's true. Well, I've just been attacked. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's weird. <laughs> but uh, it's just, it's a concept where you don't wash things because it makes it taste better or something yeah i think it's like the the german word for the sort of general uh extra flavor you get from a well-used oven or something like that um particularly for baking uh and me and tim bentley then use it for uh as an excuse to not wash spoons in between eating yogurts because we say that the gestalt builds on the teaspoons and when i say yogurts i mean those cadbury's desserts uh, that you tip sweets into, <laughs> but they're not really yogurts at all. But we—if you call it a yogurt, it sounds less disgustingly yeah. unhealthy. And I've just googled gestalt, and uh, it's an organised whole that is perceived as more than the sum of its parts. It's absolutely nothing to do with uh, flavour. Well, that, that makes sense, doesn't it? An organised so the sum of its parts. So the parts are the previous sort of burnt-on flavour into an oven that goes to the whole, which is then. Um, making a nice sort of leftover flavor i don't know anyway it's not important basically there's this glass that i never watch up because yeah. i just would rather reuse it because it seems like less hassle yeah and you get really annoyed about it which is really funny so yeah. it's more likely to make me carry on doing it yeah um that's that's, that's it so uh, uh, to review the glass five out of five mm. because it's great because it gives me a perfect excuse to not have to wash it with multiple reuses <laughs> And has the added bonus of slightly annoying you in the process. <laughs> Just a subtle irritation. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, not, nice. not enough not enough so that you can validate your annoyance at me. Mm. Which is the perfect kind of annoyance. Because there's a lot of things I do. I can't I can't fly off the handle. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. A lot of the things I do you have every right to be annoyed at. And there's a, you know, I can't really argue back at those. But this I'm like, come on, it's only a glass. And then you look really silly and I look really smug. <laughs> Oh, is it by a head? <laughs> yeah, no, it's like, this glass. It's five out of five because it is red free in Ellie's head. <laughs> okay, Basically. Good job. Um, My turn? Yeah. Or your turn, depending on the point of view. But um, since we last recorded this, you've actually turned the grand old age of 28, haven't you? I have. Or if you look at the balloons on our mantelpiece, I'm 82. 82, because I'm really funny and I put the balloons the wrong way around. <laughs> And they've been up there for two weeks like that now. Um, so I would like you to review the, 
highlight of your gift for your birthday. And if you uh, dare give me that confused look as to what I'm talking about. You're asking me to rank my presents. And I was like, no, 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 no. I'm asking you to review the obvious highlight okay, that you received, which was from me mm. and was majestic in every way. <laughs> yeah, royal, some would say. Um, yeah, so for my 28th birthday, my darling husband um, commissioned a piece of artwork for me, actually. I did, yeah. Which sounds really, really amazing. And, and is really amazing. Yeah, sorry, and is really amazing. Uh, and that piece of artwork um, does contain one of my favourite things in the entire world, which is Felix, my cat. Um, and he does... Your cat. Yeah, just mine. Um, cool. <laughs> and he does look uh, majestic and it is a very, very good likeness of him. Um, the only thing that is slightly different is that it's one of those portraits that um, is the head of the cat, but the body of a royal subject. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is, it is our cat dressed in regal attire. Yes, isn't it? regalia. Is that what it's called? Maybe. I think so. But yes, anyway, um, so it's, it is both uh, ridiculous and also kind of mesmerising. Ridiculous because I was like, who needs a, a portrait of their cat dressed in human clothes? Um, but then it's actually, it's such a good pic like painting of him, which I think um, Anne did just from a photo, which is very, very impressive. Um, but my favourite thing about it is that I found the perfect place to put it, which is just as you walk in our front door, on the right-hand side, there's like a little nook with some stained glass. Um, and I've, I've put it, I've put it, put it in front of the stained glass. The stained glass can get in the bin. This, <laughs> yeah, is, this is far, more, near far more artistic. <laughs> no, the stained glass, to be fair, goes into the garage, so it's not it's not yeah. exactly um, blocking any light. But, um, yeah, so I've put the, put the uh, painting there with a lamp and then it's got some incense. But when we like, when we get in the... You're making it sound more and more like a weird shrine. <laughs> well, I was going to say, when the lights are off and we've just yeah. got the lamp on, it yeah. does look like he's died. Yeah. And it's a small shrine to his, me to his memory. We bring offerings to it once a week <laughs> so that he wouldn't he wouldn't feel too sad in cat heaven. <laughs> but it's great. I love it. And it, I think because it's the lighting is kind of from below, so it's almost, it, it looks quite, um, not sinister, but just... Resplendent. Yes. Oh, good word. Yeah. Um, which it cannot be said for right now as he licks... Yeah, gleefully head. licks his anus. Yeah, exactly. Delightful. Wow. Um, With all the abandon of a cat comfortable in his fur. <laughs> yeah, in his own fur. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to go I'm gonna go five stars easily. Oh, um, what a week for the product review. It's not something I ever thought I needed in my life, and I'm not sure I do need it, but it has brought me joy. So much joy. And it, I just love that as a 28-year-old, that was what I got for my birthday. Yeah, <laughs> it was all you needed. But I got you more things as well, because I'm nice. Yeah. Yes, you did. Um, <laughs> yes, uh, shout out to Anne, who did paint it. Yeah. She has an Instagram page. Oh, yeah, this does. would be a perfect point to plug it if I knew what the Instagram page. I'll, I'll find it's it something now. like Annie's artwork or Annie's Annie's daft cats. Oh. No, that's not it. Annie's art, nineteen eighty nine. Oh, yeah. it was with Or was she born in nineteen eighty nine? No, oh. no, she was. She oh. was. But also, the, in fact, the first picture on her, like the most recent, um, 
picture is is of the painting of oh yes yeah so if you go to annie's art 1998 or whatever it was 1989 19, oh yeah she's Your not <laughs> she's not 22 yeah <laughs> um and it says prince felix the regal and the mighty hashtag portrait which i thought was very good um but yeah so um five out of five easy yeah as for the cat one out of five at the minute you just no. scratched me a minute ago yeah he did and he bit me earlier yeah, yeah. if only he could be like his painting Regal and resplendent. <laughs> Not <laughs> annoying and oh. and aggressive. No. <laughs> uh, the game against uh, Strawberry, yeah? Shrewsbury. Shrewsbury, right? Strawberry. It's the yeah. same for me. Right, so we move on to uh, after Eden Hazard kindly reminding us about when he thought Shrewsbury was strawberry, which is still, yeah, still amazing. Yeah. yeah, we were commenting that it was it's mainly funny because it's exactly what an English person would also do abroad. And when they were <laughs> corrected on their word, they just go, it's told the same to me. I feel like it would be so much worse, though, because I was saying it would be like potato, Bilbao, it's still the same to me. Yeah, well, except, well, that's pretty much what it is, isn't it? It's like a small town in Shropshire <laughs> and, a, and a small red fruit. It's all the same to me. <laughs> So at least basically what you say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, we move on to top five. Uh, no, we don't. We've already done that. We move on to proper football. I apologise. Um, and I had a little bit of an experiment and a little bit of a change up this week. Yeah. Uh, now you'll still be pleased to hear that n none of these are any any respectable or decent football teams. Mm. But what I realised is that uh, I had. I've attributed our lack of recent success to the fact that I have just given Ellie scores from League One, and she has subconsciously learned yeah. what is I'm, what is a likely score. Because I'm just so good, and therefore has then predicted what would be likely to happen, and that is the reason she's started to get absolutely nothing right yeah. and just throw my money in the bin. Um, so sorry if that was just a loud bang. I just punched the microphone for so, uh, no reason in particular. No, but anger and frustration <laughs> yes. about losing all, all your previous steps. Yes. So, um, well, we'll go through them. Uh, and instead, I picked games between the between League One, the third tier of English football. Will you stop just making noises down the mic? You're a you're, you're a real wild card. Sorry, I just did it again. Um, I could be necking Bailey's by the <laughs> second. <laughs> it's Christmas. What are you talking about? <laughs> um. And then the lowest league I've gone are the National League North and South, which are the, the sixth tiers of English football. Yeah. I want you to tell me why you think I've selected those games for you to predict them, because they all have some sort of relevance. Um, don't they all have some sort of family? Some sort of connection. Yeah. One of them has no family. A few of them have no family connection at all, but I just chose them because there's yeah. some sort of relevance. I don't want to see if you get it. Um, and then we'll go through uh, what you predicted and what the score was. Yeah. Uh, right, so uh, Accrington-Lincoln. You predicted 2-1 to Accrington. Yeah. Why do you think I wanted you to predict that? Because uh, you played in a game in a team called Accrington-Manley. <laughs> I haven't even thought of that. No. And also, um, your family live in Lincoln. True, I hadn't thought yet. Yes, the old Accrington Manly yes. uh, team, which uh, went we through. We the final. And, uh, well, I'll get on to that. Uh, and then <laughs> we had an astronomical rise with consecutive promotions from the the campus league third division 
And then by the end, we were in the first division. And then we had to fold because we all graduated and <laughs> we were just a team full of mates. Um, it wasn't like it was being replenished by freshers every year. Uh, yeah, yeah. And uh, as Ellie quite rightly says, I scored the final ever goal of the famed franchise with a, a header, no oh, less, yeah. uh, in a 5 4 defeat. Fascinating. With story. obviously some great defending. Uh, the score was 0 0. Good. <laughs> Unlike the Accrington. <laughs> Manly of old, which would have been a high-scoring game since we did not have to defend. Um, so that was wrong. Uh, MK Don's Hull? Um, I mean, Hull, because it's Hull. Yeah, we're, we're big City fans. Yeah. Um, you, can I just, why did you predict one all? I don't know. What was the shade for there? I, I, to be honest, you said Hull and I forgot that that was the Tigers. So, okay, that's that's yeah. poor from me. And you. then after you, afterwards, you were like, "What's it mean on the Tigers?" And I was like, "Oh, yeah, sorry." <laughs> Stand by it. <laughs> well, we won three one. No, you might predict one three one last time. We you did, and then yeah, with Tom Eaves in the ninety third <laughs> minute, got us some money. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, not the case to me this time. No. Well done, <laughs> Scunthorpe, Morecambe. You predicted Scunthorpe three Morecambe nil. Why? Why did I want you to? What relevance was that? I've been no. to Scunthorpe. Oh, well, yeah, I'll give you that. Have you been to Scunthorpe? I have. When was that? Three times. Really? With a previous boyfriend, sorry. Wow. <laughs> no wonder that relationship ended. <laughs> Why? Wow. Oh, can we, no. can we no, dig I, into this? I haven't been to Scunthorpe. Where, where was it? Was, was, it, was it Southampton? <laughs> no, you actually a tiny temper. Scarborough. Scarborough. <laughs> oh, dear. I've never been to Scunthorpe. Oh, wow. It's Scunthorpe because that's where my brother went. And lived for six, and he was in Grimsby. Uh, yeah, no, it's good was because it's near where I grew up. Brick was down the road from oh. Um Yes. And I've never been Very to, different place to Scarborough. To, <laughs> I was thinking, I was like, yeah, because we call it Scarbados, yeah. and then I was like, yeah, it's not, it doesn't work. Yeah. It's not Scarborough, famous for its seaside resorts. Scunthorpe, famous for its steelworks. Yeah. <laughs> um, same, same, but different. You, you predicted a 3 0 home win anyway. It was a. Uh, one all draw, so again, rubbish. <laughs> Never mind. Uh, Tranmere Grimsby, you predicted 2 0 to Grimsby. So <laughs> I've seen the score that's Grim- Grimsby, um, the, my brother worked there for six months. And then. Got to tell the story about <laughs> your brother working there. a hole in the ground. No, 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 not even that one. I want, I want you to talk about the uh, meeting he had to have with the locals about his, uh, his offshore wind. Oh, there was some very angry local conservationists who were worried about like the lesser spotted moth um, that was that was apparently going to be. Okay, I'm not even talking about that one. I'm talking, you, you, know, you know where that he had to have that meeting where people sort of voiced their concerns about his wind farm that he was going to put up, uh, and one local. Came, <laughs> yeah, one, I can't believe you forgot this story. One lo- one local came along and went, "But." I don't get it. It's already quite windy here. We yeah. don't need any more wind. <laughs> I just didn't know what a wind farm was for. Basically, thought they just generated wind yeah. like it was they useful. Can, they but... complained that one of their one of the reasons they were against it is because there was enough wind already. Thought <laughs> <laughs> so they created more wind. Yeah, which is I mean, amazing. It does make sense because other farms yeah. like. And, uh, and still knowing all that, you predicted them to win too little away at Tranmere, yeah. knowing that that's what the local population thinks about wind. very obvious issues. <laughs> and they lost 5-0 away oh. at Tranmere, which is very close to us. Another mm. reason why I picked it. Uh, Wrexham Aldershot. You predicted a two-old draw. Better keep scrolling here. I mean, Aldershot sounds like Alden. Okay, it's not. It um, it's because of... Uh, oh, the A-L-D-E. Yes. Okay. Because of uh, our friend uh, Bootlegger. 
who was Rob's friend, Carl Phillips, who suddenly became famous overnight on Twitter for his stupid rectum videos that he does in the game. Uh, and that all of us from uni know him and find his videos hilarious. He put it in a two-all draw. Wasn't was a one-nil home win. Cool. Now this is a nice story. This is this is uh, why have I picked Brackley Town against Chester? We've been to Chester. We have been to Chester, but I'm not talking about our date. So our first date, we did go on yeah, our first date in Chester. Date that was, was nice. Um, why? Oh yeah, we, and we went there the other week, and the place yeah. we'd had the first date is shut down. I know. It was oh, so it's at the Mad Hatter's Tea Room. Yeah. Um, so we had to go to some like vegan donut place instead. Yeah, no, it's not as good. No. Um, not. I don't know exactly. So I've played on Chester's pitch. Oh yeah, you have, um, and it's half in Wales. Half yes, in Wales. I love the fact you knew I was going to yeah. say that. Yeah, depending on which side of the pitch you play on, you either play in England or Wales. It's almost like I listen to you when you tell your stories. Yes, yeah, <laughs> or I just repeat them that often that you can't help <laughs> yeah, but remember. Brain. Um, but yes, that one it is. It was involved in a very interesting debate when uh, Wales went into its two week. Oh, yeah, circuit breaker because they were like oh half the crowds in wales what do we do here i don't remember the resolution it wasn't mm. interesting enough for me to follow it for that long uh right um what about farsley celtic against kidderminster um I mean, oh by so, the way you got the last one wrong it was a one-all draw well there's a surprise yeah uh farsley celtic against kidderminster so don't simpson sal live in farsley? yes they do they live down, yeah. the, down the road from farsley's ground you there predicted a one-all draw to all draw, actually, so you uh, weren't far off there. That was why. That was a little shout-out to Sims and Sally. Uh, Gateshead against Southport. I mean, Southport's near us. Yeah, that was literally okay. it. It's like yeah. a, it's the Tory enclave of Merseyside. Gateshead's up near Newcastle, isn't it? Uh, it is. It's pretty much in Newcastle, yeah. This one, you were so unlucky. You just completely out of the blue sitting on the sofa went, I don't know, 4-2 Gateshead. And they won 4-1. Oh, you were so close. And the odds on that were like the highest of any of the odds. Oh. You it was something like 35-1. to 1. You were so close. Oh. I felt for you on that one. Um, two more to go. Uh, why did I pick Hampton and Richmond against Bath? City. So Richmond is where Tom and Emmy used to live. Correct. And Bath City is uh, where my mum's from and also uh, Uncle Keith is a die-hard yeah. yeah, and I know that sounds like a sort of, he's, oh, he's a die-hard no, Bath City fan. He is actually a die-hard Bath City yeah. fan. He, um, he's travelled anywhere they go. Yeah, yeah. I think he's wasn't he like head of the committee of fans for a bit. I've no idea. He was he was the only person when I met your entire family who kind of knew his stuff about football. The rest, yeah, I the had, only person. Yeah, yeah. The, the rest of your family, I had to sort of tend to care about rugby for ages and I'm still I think I'm still pulling off uh, yeah, they have no but, idea. and then, then predictably your uncle Keith was like the last person I met yeah. in my family I even I think I even met your uncle Charlie who lives in Hong Kong before I met him. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to wait forever to talk football with someone yeah. in your family um but we got there in the end and that's 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 quite a nice little nice little work in so yeah uh, you put it to the two nil win to Hampton and Richmond and it was a 1-0 win so you were incredibly close um and then last I asked you I asked you about Hemel Hempstead yeah. versus Dulwich Hamlet well, I was born in Hemel Hempstead you were born in Hemel yeah. Hempstead this is one of my favorite disparities between you and your brother oh yeah you were born in the uh, UAE your brother was born in the UAE while your uh, dad was there <laughs> on on work um and while you were all living there well obviously you weren't living there because no. you didn't exist but um and then you happen to be born in a short yeah. amount of time that you lived at home. So he's got like this fancy 
Arabian thing on his passport, and you've got Hemel Hempstead. <laughs> <laughs> only which is only famous for a bad oil refinery accident and nothing else. Uh, and it was where I was born. No, um, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, I was meant to be born in uh, in Karachi. Yeah. In, uh, which would have been like super hipster. That would have been class. <laughs> Um, and then uh, I think uh, Karachi's in Pakistan for the yeah. less geographically averse of verse, verse, averse is against. So versed. There we go. Sorry, carry on. Um, so yeah, I was meant to be born in Pakistan, and instead I was born uh, in Hell Hempstead, just outside London. Okay. Are you crying? I am. Just, no. <laughs> Sorry. I I, I, for reference, I've made Ellie sad that she was born in Hell Hempstead. She's <laughs> no, she's I've weeping. Rubbed, I've rubbed the star into my eye, and that was just stinging, yeah, yeah. stinging so, quietly. So that's what I would say if I was embarrassed about being <laughs> born in Hell Hempstead too. Uh, anyway, you predicted a one uh, one nil away win, and it was a one all draw. So those last three games, almost proving my theory, you knew absolutely nothing about them, and you were only a goal yeah. off in all of them. So um, I think I'm going to continue in this vein. I'm um, really enjoying the uh, the connections, though. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a spice it up a little bit. Yeah. Although I did miss Strawberry out, so I might have to go back to them next yeah. week. So uh, apologies to all residents of Strawberry who listen to this. Yes. Um, but there we go. We uh, So that was a nice £5 hit. Yeah. But you were very, very close to making back our money and more, so I've got more hope in this new method. <laughs> okay, so uh, final segment. There are cats scampering. There's our regal and majestic cat scampers around in the Which background af- after a pen. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, last segment is uh, an appointment with Dr. Kendrew. Um, where for those of you who haven't listened before, um, that's me. Yeah, yeah, it's Josh, and um, I basically give him a a name of a medical condition. He does his best to try and work out. What... Is it crazy cat? <laughs> that's what we're currently experiencing. <laughs> he does his best to try and work out what the uh, condition might consist of, and then uh, I correct him basically. It's the, uh, the crux of it. I reckon you've got a good good uh, chance of getting mo- pretty much it all right today. And hmm. um, it's quite a, uh, I guess, is it synonymous? So like, it sounds like what it does. I think yeah. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. So, um, yeah. It's the point where I have to sit here and be corrected, so I know what life is like for you the rest of the time. <laughs> with me. Rude. It's not rude. rude. It's rude towards me. Yeah. True. Yeah. So. <laughs> Um, so because I, I love to correct people. You do. You hate. You cannot leave any. Uh, um, I can't leave anything that I know is wrong. Yeah, you just have. Why well, I'm so good at pub quizzes <laughs> and making friends. I have enough friends. <laughs> Don't need anymore. <laughs> okay, so um, <laughs> at least I know the friends I've got like me for who I am. So yeah. Sure. Um, no, I'm just kidding. Right. Wow. The um, medical condition I'd like you to tell me about is called sleeping beauty syndrome. Okay, sleeping beauty syndrome. I really wish I'd seen that more regularly. And also that I didn't, well, I kind of don't wish I'd seen it more regularly. But then for this purpose, I do. And also I wish I didn't mix it up with every other Disney princess film. Wow. Okay. Um, Do you not know what happens in sleeping beauty? I've got a vague idea that, yeah, yeah. that the prince hits her because she's been sent to sleep by a witch. But that's like 
it's, it's every, Disney, every Disney printer <laughs> yeah. protagonist um uh protagonist white princess mm. man who is required to save poor feeble woman mm. witch who uh who is obviously just out to ruin everyone's lives yeah often with poison fruit yes true um and then you know they're getting a bit more woke disney well in fact disney are pretty good at this these days but back in the day they were yeah very traditional and the early days weren't great were they they weren't they weren't um yeah but yeah so what do you tell me yeah in fact yeah yeah. It's quite a surprise that Bambi isn't a white woman, actually. I would have, with all, yeah, surrounded by lots of cats who come for her. That would have been very early Disney, wouldn't it? Anyway, sorry, what? Sometimes what Sleeping Beauty said? That's um, okay. You don't need to. <laughs> um, so I'm guessing that it means you need a certain stimulus to awake you. Okay, yeah. Um, I'm going to guess it's probably not a handsome man. No. Uh, although, fortunately, you've got that anyway. <laughs> When's he coming around? Oh, wow. <laughs> Felix is a handsome man. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is so, so brutal. I'm sorry. You're not, though, are you? You're really not. I thought it was quite... I am going to... Say that it's you can't wake yourself up normally. Okay. Um, so it's a problem waking up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and that you know you you just sleep very deeply. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, I won't go far as saying you put yourself into a coma every time you go to bed. Mm-hmm. But um, you you need a, quite a strong mm. stimulus to wake you up. Um, whether that's a really loud noise or being jolted or okay. something like that. Yeah. Um, so traditional alarm clock wouldn't be enough. So. Yeah, yeah, not like the normal things. That not like the tweety birds. That yeah, or, or like the, the changing light so you wake yeah, up. Yeah, that, yeah, that wouldn't awesome. work. Um, yeah. um, in fact, I think uh, Sean might have this. <laughs> Sean is a, an infamously deep sleeper. We're not talking about Pop, Sean. Not my dad, no, yeah. no my friend Sean. Who I've had many a sleepover with. Um, what's the cat attacking now? He's eating paper. Oh, eating paper. Cool. Right. right. I'll just throw it up later. You can clean it up. Um, so, yeah, he <laughs> he would uh, never wake up for any alarm at all. Uh, you'd have to. You, you could physically um, slap him, and he wouldn't wake up. Wow. Um, Sounds uh, like he's got sleeping beauty. Control. Yeah, and when we went on a holiday to to Whitby, mm. uh, he. <laughs> He somehow trapped himself in his sleeping bag. Uh, <laughs> I don't I have no idea. There's a video of it on Facebook somewhere because me and Ollie were also in the same room. And, you know, we could have freed him. Yeah, but, but we just filmed him, like, trying to escape his sleeping bag in his sleep. You could tell, oh he, could tell he was having some sort of really aggressive dream where he was being held hostage. <laughs> he was just in the sleeping bag, like, flopping around like a fish out of water. Yeah, he he. If I am correct in thinking this is what it is, he he may well have it because he was an incredibly deep sleeper. Yeah. Okay. Well, I can tell you, you're wrong. Sounds um, about right. <laughs> so I, I think my favorite part. I, of I, I think even if I get it right, you're just making up a new one because you can't. You, yeah. you just this is your airtime for correcting me. Exactly. And you don't want to waste it. So sleeping beauty syndrome is also known as Klein-Levin syndrome. 
Um, oh, well, if you have said that, I'd have got it. <laughs> all the info um, I've got is from the KLS Foundation website. So thanks, guys. Um, so basically, it's you were right about um, the fact that people are asleep. Correct, but I think you could have got that from the Sleeping Beauty uh, name. But it's excessive. Still, pretty pretty good inference skills. <laughs> it's ex excessive amounts of sleep. So it's people sleeping for like twenty plus hours a day. Um, so most teenagers, basically. Right. Uh, no, I'm kidding. I think I ever so, slept twenty hours. A day. I mean, it sounds great, but I don't <laughs> think I ever did it. So um, it's characterized by recurring periods of excessive sleep. Um, but also with assault, uh, associated altered behaviours and um, like some kind of confusion as well. So um, it's really common in teenage men, but then it they grow, tend to grow out of it. It's basically the, the thing. So um, sleeping 20 plus hours a day and only waking to use the bathroom or to eat. Um, and these episodes can last days to months. Um, and months of yeah, sleeping 20 hours a day yeah. so it's so people can it gets to a point where some people like have to quit their jobs and stuff because they're all got like missed time at school because they can't teenage sleep. men don't have jobs no but obviously <laughs> <laughs> um, they might have Saturday jobs um, but yeah so they have to they can't it affects their daily life basically so they lose their ability to like, look after themselves do normal things it's just literally sleeping eating and going to the toilet um, much like babies uh, or, or cats. <laughs> <laughs> can't bring everything back round to the cat. I can. Where is he? Oh, um, he's still eating paper. Cool. So, w not only is it um, excessive amounts of sleep, but when they're awake, they actually they often appear lost or confused. Um, and some some um, people with it talk about um, feeling as though they're underwater when they wake up, or that everything's blurred, or um, they like hypersensitive to sound and light and things like that. Um, so, uh, and they often have um, a complete lack of emotion when they when they are awake during these periods. So um, they're completely apathetic, um, which I thought was random, but also fascinating because it'd be like being a, a robot for a few hours. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, imagine just having like waking up and not caring about anything. Quite, quite, quite refreshing. Yeah, yeah, true. <laughs> that would be nice. But, um, Wouldn't be that stressful. <laughs> yeah, but it'd just be like, it'd just be strange. Um, but anyway, so it it comes on suddenly and it passes suddenly. So one day they'll wake up from um one of their like sleeps and they'll just feel better and then they go completely back to feeling and acting normal. Um, there's no sort of like um I guess cool down period or anything like that afterwards. They just wake up one day and then they feel fine. Yeah. Um. And then classic. Oh yeah, I was going to say I'll play a sound drop. Here we go. There is no known cause for insert disease <laughs> name here, and the cure for it is is all about prevention. Uh, did I get it right? And reassurance. Yes. Yeah, nailed it. <laughs> yeah. So the cause isn't known, but there's um there are there's some certain triggers that most people with KLS like mention. So um funnily enough, a lack of sleep can kick off. An episode of feeling tired, sleep. yeah, yeah, not um, also alcohol intake, head injuries, um, and um, but the most most common is um, they'll get like minor illnesses, so flus um, or colds, things like that, and then like viral illnesses, and then it will set off uh, an episode of KLS. 
the average time it takes from the start of your symptoms to being diagnosed is four years. So it's like vastly underdiagnosed. And then most people will have will have it for 10 years. And then um, it tends to peter out after a decade. I can kind of see that though. If it was if if people were handing out diagnoses to that willy-nilly. Oh yeah. It'd be incredibly easy to get a day off work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure. just having an episode of KLS. Yeah. I mean, I just can't be bothered. <laughs> I just imagine like I know because I was thinking I was wondering if it was similar to like narcolepsy, which is basically that's like you fall asleep just randomly, isn't it? Um but it's just yeah, must be so bizarre because it's that, but it's well, it's narcolepsy, but then just suddenly you'll wake up and it, you'll feel absolutely fine again and you won't have it. So it's just, yeah. Bizarre. Brain is an interesting thing. So yeah, so that is sleeping beauty syndrome, otherwise known as Klein Levin syndrome. Yeah, so I was, I've done better in previous weeks than that. Actually, I feel like I feel like I've got closer. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. There was one where you basically did really. I think it was the Doctor Strange Love one. You did quite well on that with the fan, the alien hand syndrome. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, but you gave me the alternative named that one whereas did, this, yeah. this one you wouldn't give me klein levinson syndrome and that was really hampered <laughs> me and my ability to get it right what was it klein levin syndrome not levinson all right well i wasn't that far off <laughs> you had an extra son you idiot <laughs> exactly. um but yeah so that's uh, that's uh, an appointment with dr kenji fabulous thank you for educating us all once again you're so welcome you educate people on things that matter hi bring lower league football into the limelight so <laughs> and you educate children as well so i do but not on this podcast I no i refuse thank you for listening to episode six of the bargain, of the bargain bin. bin uh whatever its name is that i'm about to make up now mm. um with with very minimal thought as it should be obvious by reading previous names um Will we be back next week? You're not working, are you? No, I'm on nights this week, but I should be fresh as a daisy by Saturday. <laughs> I believe that when I see it. <laughs> yeah, probably not. Um, uh, but yeah, we hope you have a lovely week and um, we'll, I was going to say, speak to you, but we won't. We'll hear from speak you. Speak at you. Yeah, we'll talk at you uh, in a week's time. Bye. Bye. Thank you.